money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. This is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. So I'm glad you're ready to talk money this morning. We've been having some very fun shows the last couple of weeks, and I find them all fun, but the last couple of weeks specifically, if I can get that out. So if you need to go back and you do need to go back and listen to them, go to morethanenough.ca, uh, chri.ca, I had to think there for a minute. Uh, We're on chri, yes we are. Yes we Just are. Just reminding you. But yes. you can get the, the previous shows there. You can also get them on TuneIn, on iTunes, on Google Play, Google Play, all these places where if you have a favorite podcast place, um, search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and see if we can find it and we'll go from there. So there it is, the little, little promo to how you can find the archive shows because, well, sometimes you just need to listen to them again. Right. And I'm frantically thinking, what have we done the last few weeks? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to really no, summarize I know, it. No, we had, we had Brent Vandermeer yes, on. And we talked about... Yeah, well, and last week we did a, a show on, on, on the transformation that only Christ can bring. So I do remember that. See, I'm starting to connect. Okay. Okay, I'm here. I'm with you. And today, for, But today's show is going to be great because... Today's show is a bit of a continuation, and that's why I wanted to reference the other shows first, because really part one of this show was a number of weeks ago when we had Ray Borg from Financial Discipleship Canada, who's a regular guest on the show. Welcome, Ray. Thank you. And, and Ray came in, and we started this conversation about Mammon, and then realized that well, we got to have this conversation for the next okay, number of times. Say it a little times. slower. That slipped a little fast. Mammon. Mammon. Yes. Okay. But I have to go back. Yes. There's some housekeeping I need to do. Yes, you do. And so I'm. This is all about introduction this morning. Yes. The show is brought to you by some friends of More Than Enough, Rob and Lynn Dixon, who have been our cheerleaders for 20 years in the journey that we've had, our spiritual journey. And they have just, they said, we want to sponsor a show. So thank you, mm-hmm. Robin Lynn Dixon. We love you. And if you would like to sponsor a show, of course, reach out to the office. Um, we want the show to go broader and, and have a bigger reach. And one of the ways we do that is just by partnering with people that love the show. So there it is. So thanks, Robin Lynn, for sponsoring this show. Yes. Um, brought to you by... Robin Lynn Dixon. <laughs> if Rob, we'll have to send this to Rob because he will be laughing. That was my uh, yeah. professional announcer voice. <laughs> so, onwards. Okay. And we're going to recap for a few minutes. So, we're going to go over what we started talking about the last, our last time with you, Ray. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason this uh, issue of Mammon has come up. Well, it's in scripture. But it's also because you and Jan Cupes, your colleague, have written a, a small book on it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, and it's about the issue. That's the title. Yes, that it is. Part of the title. I think it is, right? Yeah, it's not about the money. Unmasking Mammon. I was going to say, you you didn't get to that. I know, I didn't do the Unmasking Mammon. Anyway, (laughs) when we started last time, when we were discussing this, we're just reintroducing and teaching people because we're finding on our journey that a lot of people don't know what or who or it mammon is Mm -hmm. so um just before we get there um i'm going to just read the verses from romans 12 which we talked about last time and david and i are discovering that these are becoming core verses at more than enough and for our coaching system unleashed that we're doing these are the theme verses and it, it says this romans 12 verse 1 and 2 Therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this age. I I like the version that says to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will discern what is good, pleasing and the perfect will of God. And one of the reasons we're talking about this is so that we can bring to light what the pattern of the world is so that when we come to God and come to his word, which is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, um, we can be transformed and renewed. Mm -hmm. So um, saying that, um, I want you to share the verses for Matthew if you have them. Yes. In the last program, we talked about this verse from Matthew 6, 24, which is also found in Luke 16, 13. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we looked at that whole notion of what mammon's all about, which was thought to be an Aramaic, Aramaic translation for money, perhaps a name of an ancient Syrian god of riches. And in this particular scripture, we were talking about how actually Jesus personified mammon. Mm-hmm. Actually, in some sense, he identified it as a false god. So either you worship him or you worship this false god. Mm -hmm. And that's actually the influence it seeks to bring into our lives in the whole area of finances, to come and seduce us to put our trust in money and wealth rather than in Jesus Christ. And so that kind of, um, as I, I was just reminded as you were sharing there, this morning, the two of you, we read in Ephesians six twelve says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but against principalities, mm-hmm. against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so just recognizing there is a spiritual battle. It's ongoing for our lives. The enemy does not like us walking and pursuing and worshiping Jesus. And so in this area of money, he seeks to bring our allegiance away from the Lord and trust in mammon. Yeah, and and connecting the Romans 12 verses, but also bringing in, Jesus talked a lot about this, you know, it's hard for the rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And and these kind of comments in, in Jesus' teaching, when he's talking about money, he really, I would say the, the macro theme there is this, this tension between serving God and serving money mm-hmm. and, and how does that interaction works or doesn't work, <laughs> yeah, as you say, but then recognizing and going, okay, so it's something that in Jesus' time dealt with and, and was constantly uh, bringing to light and saying, mm-hmm. there's a different way to live and this is it. 
And I, even 2,000 years later, we have it down on paper and we read it every morning and we're still trying to figure out how that interacts and, and plays out in our own lives. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I noticed the wording you used and you t- said money specifically, but mammon envelops um, more than money. Is that right? Right? Like it's money and possessions. It's yes, not that's just right. and often we talk about that struggle with money, but it it it's a bigger umbrella of of because mm-hmm. we can serve our stuff. And one of the other things that I know I release re-listened to the show and one thing that um we talked about also is that as Christians we read the verse and we say, Well, of course we don't serve mammon. Of course, we love Jesus. Of course, he died for us. And on one level, we're committed to Christ. Mm-hmm. But when you look at our bank accounts, when when I, I'm going to use, I'm starting to do this first more. Person. First person. Mm-hmm. When I start to look at my bank account, when I uh, start to look at how I'm living my life, what am I pouring my time, effort, resources, expertise into? And... Um, we actually today are going to talk about what are some of the symptoms or ways in which we can understand if we're serving uh, mammon or or have its torn heart. And we had also used, mm-hmm. used the example of, I, I was talking about, you know, ancient times when a servant would be in, in a household and he that servant would be designated to a person in the house or to the kitchen or to the gardens but never split. Like you didn't serve the the master and the mistress. You served one or the other. Because if one called and then the other called, you, who do you go to? Mm-hmm. Who do you, you're split? And that's how I identify this. Sometimes Jesus is saying this way, Mammon tells me another story and I'm split. I'm standing at the entrance to the house thinking, well, who do? I, where do I go? Mm-hmm. And that's the visual I have for for this picture of of servanthood. We can't split ourselves in half. We we are all in one way or all in the other, yeah. and that's what those verses are about. I think. And I think of um, Jesus' encounter with that young rich ruler, and uh, he said, "You know, I've done everything that I've heard you teach about. <clears throat> what do I need to do?" And Jesus just looks at him and said, "Well." Go and give away all your wealth. Mm-hmm. Give away everything you have and then come follow me. And so the young, it says in the scriptures that he walked away sad because he had great wealth. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't yet able to release that. He mm-hmm. wasn't in a place where mm-hmm. the grip of money and wealth had a grip of his heart. They couldn't surrender that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I remember we talked about, you know, what are one of the questions we need to ask ourselves is how much of your time and energy is spent on thinking yes. about money? If you think about that in your own life, mm-hmm. do you go to sleep thinking about it? Do you worry about the bills and how they're going to be paid? Um, do you have enough money for retirement? I think there are many people who struggle with that. Or are they going to have enough money to retire mm-hmm. um, and keep up the lifestyle that they desire to do that? Mm-hmm. Some people are just so focused on trying to pay the bills, they have no ability to save for retirement. Well, there are a lot of people. That I mean, we're all in the same boat in mm-hmm. that way, you know, right. the, our cost of living and all of that. We're, I mean, that, and you mentioned that is one of the symptoms where we're mm-hmm. worried and anxious over money. But I can also hear the question out there, but shouldn't we be concerned that we're going to get the bills paid and get our mortgage payment? So, you know, mm-hmm. how, how, does, how do we balance, you know, understanding that we shouldn't worry and be anxious mm-hmm. and yet knowing that 
we need to pay the bill and we're trying really hard, but it's just stressful because some people just don't, don't, aren't making enough these days. So how do we balance that? I guess I'm asking. I think part of it is, is as I was reflecting on it yesterday, writing the blog, you know, um, Sometimes people, I, you know, as I'm standing at the gas station and I'm paying for my gas, I'm always amazed the number of people are buying lotto tickets. Mm-hmm. And some of them look much older than myself. And, you know, they're spending 20, 30, 40, $50 on lotto tickets. And I'm looking at them and I've have heard people comment, this is my retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a statistic about that, right? I mean, in yes. the sense of, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a real, measurable thing that that the question's been asked in some survey that certain mm-hmm. percentage and i won't say the percentage because i don't know but you know a certain percentage of people are saying hey that's my that's my retirement plan i know so. and then i my heart grieves and aches for them and think because they really don't have the finances i suspect mm. by their appearances sometimes in the vehicle they're driving to even put the money into that kind of stuff knowing that statistically the likelihood of them winning is not very great so it's like this is where I feel like people get seduced mm-hmm. in looking at other ways that they can bring income in some place. Somehow, supernaturally, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, and they pray and, that and the biblical principle, right? In a sense of if if we take that example and and you know say okay, so if we took that twenty thirty dollars every week, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and we actually invested it, diversified, got you know a little bit of interest over a long period of time that far outweighs the 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 chance of lottery winning i think the statistic is is that you have a more likely chance to get to win the lottery than get struck by lightning three mm-hmm. times is it, it, three it times? is really a high like, i think that's what a, it is it's so. a great risk to get a lottery to and you always call it a poor, poor man's tax yeah. mm-hmm. and so i mean looking at that and saying you know, the, if we took that same money and and today we're talking about this a little bit the idea of change of, of following the pattern of God versus following the pattern of, mm-hmm. of Mammon. If if we look at that, so the pattern of Mammon would say, "Hey, um, I'm going to buy this lottery ticket on the chance that I win," and you know, all the things that surround that. Or maybe the pattern of God is, is take that same money and invest it mm-hmm. and and watch it grow a little bit at a time again the scripture is really clear that the man that looks for a quick return on his money is a fool mm-hmm. and the one that invests a little amount over time is wise and and again there's a number of scriptures that that have that essence uh, and, and going okay so uh, which which f- uh, formula or or which are we going to follow mm-hmm. one uh, i'm going to make the example one being the spirit of mammon where okay i'm going to win the lottery and the other saying i'm just going to invest this a little bit at a time and, and see if it grows and and how that works right so as you're talking and as i'm thinking about even my question i think okay we what do we do with our anxiety about money if anxiety is a symptom of of mammon Mm -hmm. and worry we know what scripture says and philippians 4 has the template for what to do with our worry 
And it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say, Rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I know I can hear people saying, yeah, but that doesn't pay the bills. But you know what? When you seek, as David and I are learning in our own life, when we seek the heart of God, it's amazing the transfer when we focus so much on the kingdom and, and and wanting to do it God's way answers come maybe not in the way we think you know mammon will lie to us and say yeah but but you know, even even I said it mammon lies to us and say yeah but you know what is rejoicing got to do with it what is praying mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. to do with it what is petitioning because you know you haven't seen answers in the past so why would you see answers now that's that's a lie it's mm-hmm. not true if we truly believe that God's word has the answer for us because in the next next verses it says whatever is true whatever is lovely what is noble whatever is good repute think on those things so we're actually saying, you can't meditate on your money problems. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. supposed to meditate on God and yeah. His provision and His His kingdom. And I I know it's 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 an answer that we don't maybe always like because it doesn't come out as a do this this and this then this is going to happen mm-hmm. because we don't know it's it's a walking relationship with the Lord. It's it's organic. It's alive. It's it's true, but he doesn't, he has promises, but he doesn't say, well, yeah, I'm going to send you, if you meditate on this, I'm going to send you a check to pay that bill on Thursday. He doesn't tell us that. No, no. He helps us to have wisdom as to how we spend our finances. And yes. that's the other part of mammon is, you know, it seduces us that you deserve it, you're entitled to it. Or, you know, for some people, they walk in the store and they see it immediately and, immediate gratification is like i need it right away and so um but they haven't thought through is that do i really need it do i have the finances for it? and how am i going to pay it off mm-hmm. those things kind of just evaporate as they're in the in the moment and it's recognizing how we have to manage those things and say is that really going to satisfy whatever need it is mm-hmm. within you or can you delay that so you have a plan in place and have the finances there to do that. So well, that and it goes back, it- but it goes back to these verses that, that Reb just read in, in Philippians, because if we understand that we're stewards, mm-hmm. then the bigger question is where, you know, that instant gratification is about us. Right. And, and I'm there with you. It's like, yes, it's about <laughs> me. But if, if I can slow myself down long enough to realize that, wait a minute, all of the resources I have are gods. Mm-hmm. So I have to know his heart and I actually have to say, pray to him and go, okay, Lord, so is this how you want me to spend your money? Is this how, okay. because the, everything's driving me to move and to, to make that decision and I need to go, I need to be confident that the, that this is actually part of the will of the Father mm-hmm. for for that day, for that time, for that moment. Um, and and then you can actually purchase whatever it is with confidence and with joy going, all right, I kind of got the green light from God to go. And we often say, at more than enough, make every spending decision a spiritual one. And this is what we mean and by Dave that. And Dave and I, I will confess this morning, I don't always. Oh, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so we do I, not, I, I we do not do. say Ray is oh, the only man expert. Yes, yeah, we, caught, we pointed that out. Ray is no. the man expert. expert so Reb and I are sitting at his feet. <laughs> yeah, right. and, uh, <laughs> anyway, so let's just, just recap. So if we're looking at symptoms, we say that worry, anxiety, and meditating on money is one symptom. Impulse buying is another. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on the list. You have a list of uh, a whole bunch, and we're going to... We're going to share the link with you at the end so that you can go and read more about it. But you know which one got me? The pride of generosity. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. stopped in my tracks because I, I've learned over the years to be generous. I'm the youngest of seven kids. So I'm like, I've always, I mean, if anyone knows what it's like to be the youngest, you often get what you want. In, in a, you know, it's just your, they say you're spoiled. My mother said I was much loved. So <laughs> I had to learn to share. Dave taught me and other people. The Dixons actually taught me generosity too. Um, speaking of the Dixons today, who are sponsoring the show, but, um, then I read it and it was like the Holy Spirit said, yeah, you need mm. to, I need to talk to you about this one. I'm like, oh man, cause you feel, there's part of my personality that gets really excited about helping people, which is a part of how I'm wired. But it can slip into being, you know, look at what we're doing. Right. Look at what I'm doing. And it's not that I want praise from the outside, but inside myself, I even say it to God. Look what I'm doing. Like, And, and it's a very fine line for me that I have to be very wary of. But if that's a symptom of mammon, I don't want any, like, you know, it's... You're right. You're right. And there is a fine line because, you know, as his kids, isn't there a certain amount of, hey, father, like, I'm, I'm doing this to kind of please you and to, and to you know, I, I want your affirmation from God. And, and, and there is a, a sense of that father to child, you know, father to son, father to daughter. Uh, can I say I'm proud of you when it comes from mm-hmm. the father? Mm-hmm. And then there's Jesus saying, hey, oh, by the way, you know, to the religious leaders, you know, you stand in the corner and pray and you get what you, you get what you got. But that's not, that's not what we're pursuing here when we pray in secret or when we, we, we do things in secret, as in give in secret, then the Father who is at sees in secret will reward you openly. And, and, you know, so that's a fine line, I, Reb, it, because it is, because in, know, in some ways, it, if you're saying I'm I'm not giving for the accolades of anyone else, I'm not standing on the street corner saying, "Look at me, look at how I've given," but I am doing it because I know that's the right thing and that's the Father's heart to do it. And then you come to the Father for that affirmation. I know, and I I don't know, I, but, but Ray, <laughs> or he's, he's raised his eyebrows. <laughs> It is really subtle because it, it either gets focused on self or God. Right. And, you know, um, as I heard you, the Lord nailed me. I, I realized I had this thought cross my mind a couple of weeks ago. Um, I looked at the vehicle I bought and then I looked at a friend who bought a high end SUV and I'm thinking, I made the wiser choice because oh. I didn't spend as much money. <laughs> and I'm just like, where did that come from? And I realized, and the Lord said, where was that from? Mm-hmm. And I realized in my heart, it was like, oh, wow. that was pride. Yeah. Lord, I repent of that, Father. That right. was, right, because that- I may have made wise decision because I involved you in the process, but I have no place to judge another person's spending habits. Mm-hmm. Right, because then you're comparing, which we talk about in some of our seminars, comparing is a really 
bad thing yeah. um, so for all that, kinds of reasons. If I can, I mean, this is probably a whole different show, but how does that interact with the, the spirit of mammon? Like what we're talking about today and saying, you know, pride, I guess. Scripture talks about pride. Jesus addressed it over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. and pride is that so self-sufficiency. I've done it. Um, it's really having us on the throne of our well, heart, right. not the Lord. The way, the way you said it. So if you're out there thinking, well, am I proud? I mean, you know, Jesus says it and, and the Father says it throughout Scripture. Pride is like our downfall. Like mm-hmm. it, and we're all aware of that. But to actually identify pride, like we, we almost have to come to him every day, throw ourselves physically before him so that we remember it's not about us. Because for me, that generosity issue and the pride mm-hmm. in that is about me. Look what I've done. But yet in my personality, I get so excited, right? I do. So there's a piece of my personality that it's joy, it's goodness. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get excited, but I have to, I have to be very careful, right? Cause our thoughts go very quickly to putting ourselves on the throne. And, and, and isn't that the subtlety of mammon? Because mammon has his finger hooks in all kinds of areas in our life. And as we start talking about it over the year, and as listeners listen to us, I think we're going to start to see that mammon is a mo- money and possessions are motivators in all kinds of areas. So... And, and it, we, I, yeah. And it, I, to me, it gets really into the whole heart issue mm-hmm. is... Is Jesus on the throne of our heart? Mammon seeks to rob us of our relationship with Jesus in the place of intimacy mm-hmm. with him. And, and <clears throat> we're coming to the end of the show, but I, th- I think, Ray, what you just said is powerful because when we think that Jesus is God, that he left heaven, he left all of the glory, all of the all of that, mm-hmm. you know, that we don't even know, we can't even comprehend on how good and awesome and incredible the presence of the Father is. He leaves that to come to earth. And then Jesus is confronted with the spirit of the age, mammon being mm-hmm. one of them. I mean, there were yeah. there's obviously many, but mammon being one of them and, and him addressing it and saying, from the context of I have all of that available to me because of the, the relationship with I have I have with the Father, and I've laid that down, and now I'm only doing what the Father tells me to mm-hmm. do. I'm only saying what the Father tells me to say. I'm only moving to the place, you know, my feet moving to the place where the Father tells me to go, and going, oh my goodness, that's powerful when Jesus then talks about the spirit of mammon and choosing God or mammon, or when he talks about how uh, the rich young ruler and saying, just give it all up and come follow me. And he recognizes how difficult that is for the rich young ruler, but also from the context of having come from glory. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's and he's just already profound. given it all. He's yeah. just, he's just mm-hmm. given it all up. I, I'm just going to tie back into what the comment Ray made because I wrote it down and, and I, we will quote him and post it because it's a good one. <laughs> Mammon, Mammon seeks to rob us of our relationship with God and that intimacy with him. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering what the big deal about mammon that's the big deal about mammon at at the bottom line he's after he's after our peace Mm -hmm. he's after our understanding that in christ we have everything we need one of the symptoms um, that you mentioned was also discontentment when when we serve him we have contentment 
And Mm -hmm. anyway, we're going to post all of that. Your homework is go find the link and I'm going to pray. So go find the link and figure out. (laughs) I'll uh, tell you where the link is after you pray. (laughs) How's that? (laughs) Father, thank you so much for teaching us and for um, bringing us into freedom through the conviction of your Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. We just want to be people who serve you and serve you only. And we thank you that you're shining the light on this area for us to bring us freedom. And we um, bless you. We thank you for Jesus and for the way he has made for us Mm -hmm. uh, to your throne room. And we thank you, Spirit, for um, teaching us and reminding us and comforting us. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Wow. I mean, we didn't even touch. I know. We need like, another show. Of course we need another show. So thank you again, Ray, for being with us. Ray is, the, with uh, Ray is the executive director of Financial Discipleship Canada, um, church liaison, um, all kinds of titles We're not sure of his Ray. titles anymore. Uh, but, but the reality is, is if you want to investigate a little bit more about money, Financial Discipleship Canada is a place to go. Um, and check the show notes for contact information. The show notes for all of the things that we posted, um, whether it's on morethanenough.ca, whether it's on iTunes and, and in the podcast there, the, check the show notes and you'll see the links to all of the, the resources that we have. Um, yeah, so next next, next time. Week. But next time we're going to continue this conversation about mammon. I, we are going to have a few of these months with Ray. So thanks to Robin Lynn Dixon for sponsoring the show and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.